To How Rude, the exhaustive deconstruction of the classic 90s episode Full House. My name is John Pernasek. Wait, what did I say? 90s episode? Wow! <laughs> Hello and welcome to How Rude, the exhaustive deconstruction of the classic 90s second Full House. My name is John Pernasek, and to my immediate right is my co host who will introduce himself now. Hi, I'm Brandon Shockney. And together, Brandon and I are just a couple of rude, rude dudes. dudes. Rude dudes. We're just, just a couple, couple of rude dudes. dudes. Yes, and to our immediate left is <laughs> our returning guest who will introduce herself, not later, but now. Libby Schreiner. <laughs> Libby Woo! Schreiner. Uh, you joined us for what is the last of our season oh, five my God. <laughs> marathons. <laughs> You had to actually, <laughs> you had to watch more episodes than anyone else. What? Uh, I think right. the least someone has ever had to watch is maybe three. Uh, you watched not not one, but six. I watched six, and it's a beautiful Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> We're in Brandon's basement apartment. That's right. With the shutters closed <laughs> to block out the sun. sun. Libby, the last time you joined us, uh, that was episode 51, where you watched Aftershocks. Aftershocks, that's right. Yes. Uh, so having now watched so much more, how do you feel uh, about the show now? <laughs> Angry. <laughs> but just, you know, it really makes me so thankful for what's on television nowadays. Oh, sure. You yeah. know, and just so much more depth and thought mm-hmm. uh, to what we can watch on Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and HBO. We're in the golden age, as they say, we of are television. so much in the golden age of television. Mm-hmm. And like, this was proof. Yeah. Although you wouldn't guess it by... We watched like some pilots of or like trailers oh, for like yeah. the upcoming network television, and like so much of it now reminds me of like this sort of thing. It's like we're reverting back to this kind of '90s mentality, where it's like shows with crazy premises. That's comparing what you just said. You know, Hulu, mm-hmm. Netflix, Amazon Prime. They're great. Those are great, but the networks are still just the networks are still a disaster. Yeah, mm-hmm. trolling and garbage. Yeah, Jenna Elfman in Imaginary Mary. Uh, I got what was that one? Speechless. Who's the star of that? Mini Driver. Yeah. Oh man, they all look dreadful. Mm-hmm. Right. I will say that during this marathon, uh, we were helped by the fact that we have a little furry friend with us. Uh, he helped us uh, just basically stay sane. Yeah. Uh, and who is who is this little friend? So I I brought Marvin. Yes. Uh, my pup, and I just took his collar off so he can't annoy us as he hops up and down yeah, <laughs> the bed and stuff. Yep. Now he's just hanging out right behind your chair. He's yeah. adorable. What kind of dog did you say? Marvin is a half rat terrier, half chihuahua, who I adopted uh, from one tail at a time <gasps> fostering. Hello, Marvin. Uh, which I highly recommend. You can foster a dog and maybe fall in love with them and bring them home. Yeah, yeah foster dogs are always great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvin did watch a fair amount yeah. of the episodes. Mm-hmm. He seemed to be... Uh, not moved at all. No, I think he spoke for all of us by getting up a lot and moving around. <laughs> yes. Uh, so those episodes were, uh, again, the last six of this season, so we're officially done with season five. Okay. Uh, those would be Yours, Mine, and Ours, mm-hmm. Trouble with Danny, Five's a Crowd, 
Girls Will Be Boys and both parts one and two of Captain Video. <laughs> Captain Video. Not not their best work in the title department. No, no, but Captain Video does have maybe the highlight of the whole thing, oh, in my opinion. Oh, yes. Uh, so, again, we are just sort of picking out key moments that hit us as being particularly stupid or okay. egregiously egregious, awful. Egregious, yes. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Everything's stupid, but what's egregious? <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll begin with my moment from Yours, Mine, and Ours, which is... The whole arc for Becky and Jesse in the latter half of this season is just, the babies. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> after so much shenaniganry throughout this episode, uh, at one point, shenaniganry, Becky just says, oh, well, Jess, I mean, there's no owner's manual for babies. I just thought that that line in particular was egregiously stupid mm-hmm. because there is an owner's manual. There's tons. Thousands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially in the 90s. Yeah, what to expect when you're expecting. Yeah, every stage of development, there's like a book about, okay, mm-hmm. so you got a toddler. All right, your kid's entering school. Your mm-hmm. kid's a teenager. Mm-hmm. Like, give me a break. The thing is also, Jesse helped his widowed brother-in-law raise infants. Mm-hmm. So he's fine. They raised Michelle when she was a baby, and right. uh, Stephanie was a toddler. He's, yeah. got, he's probably wonderful They've, with children. Yeah. Well, well, Jesse's big weakness as a co-parent mm. is just his complete inability to let Becky have a voice in any decision they make. Yeah. It's always, no, I don't like that. Your mother's fucking wrong. Don't listen to her. Mm-hmm. I don't want them wearing hats. I don't want them wearing yeah. anything that I find to be unmanly yeah. or embarrassing for me. Right. Because I need them to grow up to become these, like, alpha males. <laughs> Well, that's how he was raised. His, his it's a vicious cycle. Brandon, what was your moment from yours, mine, and ours? Um, well, I, I think I'm going to talk about, because during this uh, kind of disagreement that both him and Becky have about parenting, they throw out this scenario where they're like, well, what if I raise one, what if, what would happen if I raised one kid and you raised one kid? Like, which one would turn out worse? Yeah, it's a bad Second City pitch. And, like, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two kids raised in different ways. Wouldn't that be funny? And then we get this crazy fla- like flash-forward dream sequence uh, that shows uh, the yuppie, preppy uh, boy um, that... Loser. Loser. <laughs> He's a big nerd. fucking nerd loser. Uh, which one is that? Is it Nikki or Alex? I think think it's Alex. Alex, yeah. Um, So Alex is raised by Becky to be president or of the chess team or some bullshit. He's the equipment manager. Of the chess team. Yeah. He's like, I get to set up. No, he doesn't talk a good nerd. He's like, hello, mother and father. I get to set up the chess pieces for the boys. (laughs) Right, so he's not even good at chess? Is that the joke? Yeah, the joke is that he can't do anything for himself. He's not smart. He's just like that much of a wimp. Dumb and bumbling. He's like uh, Piggy or whoever from Lord of the Flies. (laughs) Yeah, classic Piggy. Yeah. He, they actually, the way he was dressed made me think of an Archie character. Yes. Because didn't he have like a weird little crown that had his like name a, on like it? Like a jug head? Yeah. Yeah, he was wearing like a sailor hat. And then Nikki is of course like And then Nikki is in his own room with his motorcycle that he drives in, in the, the house. Ra- in the house? He you looks- know, they got it up to the attic. <laughs> Classic joke. He looks like Axl Rose or someone. Um, it's that or same- Slash. He looks like Slash. Mm-hmm. See, that's that was what I was trying to think of last week, that generic idea of like, who are they referencing when it's like long hair, leather outfit, and like a red bandana? That makes sense that it would be someone like Slash. Slash, mm-hmm. with, yeah, the real curly long hair. It's such a generic stereotype at this point, but... 
at a certain point, it was based on a real person, which is insane. And let's talk about these kid actors and, like, their weird performances. They're both sort of stunted in their mm. own ways. Mm. Although, like, Nikki's character doesn't really say as much. Like, he's just, the, his look is more like speaking for itself than anything he actually says. Right. It's not like he's, they don't imply that he's doing drugs and banging lots of <laughs> random women. I don't, what's no. going on in Nikki's life that is so bad? You don't want to know. He's got a motorcycle in the house. Never seen Sons of Anarchy? Nope. It's just that. (laughs) First two seasons of that, that's what Nikki's gone through. I'm in charge of this gang now. (laughs) Who are you? I'm Nikki (laughs) Getsupalus. That's it. You you said you've never seen the show. Um, I've read some recaps. I like to think that in Nikki's room, uh, there's a big jar of Vaseline (laughs) and so much fucking matted porn. And he's like, what? Yeah. I learned it from you, daddy. And I think <laughs> the worst part of that dream sequence is that, uh, so they're making a call back to the fact that Becky wants mm. to use cornstarch in the baby's diapers. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, per her mother's instructions. Per her mother's instructions. So this adult, almost adult teen child goes, <laughs> Mommy, I'm chapped. And then <laughs> he brings her cornstarch and she pulls his pants out. Uh, he, doesn't he say, uh, I'm chafing again? I'm chafing again. Which is, yeah. is so much worse. I, I like, I'm chapped. I'm, I'm chapped. chapped. <laughs> My red dimpled and ass. And she takes the cornstarch and dumps it down his pants. And the look of, like, and then fucking relief. awe and, like, <laughs> and then the oh. pleasure. Relief and pleasure from his mom yeah. dumping cornstarch down his pants. Why is he chapped? Is he wearing a diaper? Yeah, because he might be wearing a diaper. Yeah. I mean, you might as well keep going with the joke. Like, take it as far as you can go. Yeah, you're incontinent adult child. Just make, yeah, make him shit himself. Like, yeah. mommy, I made a chocolate sundae. Uh, Libby, what was your moment from yours, mine, and ours? I had a part where they, where Joey eats knockwurst at a seafood restaurant, but I just want to go to the seafood restaurant in general. Yes, Pirate's Cove. Pirate's Cove, which looks great. I want to go there. Your comment was that, was that like a bunch of improvisers would like fucking have a We have a a great time. (laughs) You get to wear stupid hats, they have a ball pit, everybody's dressed up silly. What if you couldn't get, what if you couldn't get alcohol? You'd get that drunk and then go. It. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's just as Or fine. you would just get high and go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I'd love that. Is this table of nine high? Are you all smoking from the, the doobie down under the sea? I'd have a great time. Doobie Jones's locker. Yeah. Uh, oh, brother. And the whole point is, like, they're all so embarrassed to be there, but it's just a nice family restaurant. Mm-hmm. And then DJ sees friends who make a big point to be like, oh, we come here to make fun of loser families, which mm-hmm. is just like, I've never had an experience in my life where they've been like, ugh, you're loving family, you fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah. Right. You're having it's, a nice time with your family. Usually that's that's things that, like, teenagers bond over, right? Because they're like, yeah, my family made me do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I know. My right. family made me do this. It's like it's like an empathy thing. If it's if it's an issue at mm-hmm. all, it's not like a let's pray on them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they could have done, like, a staggered thing where, like, the kids come in first and she's like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed, like... I'm I'm gonna I'm never gonna be able to like show my face at school. And then their family walks in behind them, and she's like, "Oh, I'm just as embarrassed as anyone else. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal." Um, what's so crazy about the Pirates Cove restaurant to me is that their waiter is played by this 
fucking Gallagher ginger motherfucker yeah. who's been on the show before yep. playing a fucking fellow comedian. Yep. And at one point, he, he's a pirate because he's working at the fucking restaurant. Yeah. He lifts his eye patch and he recognizes Joey. Only and I'm like, then. only then. But not as his friend. He's like, oh, you're Ranger Joe. And it's like, are you playing a different character? Mm-hmm. He looks too weird to play different characters. Mm-hmm. Right. He's he's the epitome of a TV character actor. Mm-hmm. Other stuff from Pirates Cove that I remember is just the food is consistently across the board insane. It sounds great. Well, they 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 pitch it. They're like, can I have what does they what does she originally it ask like for? A seafood platter. Yeah, well, she wants like something very American. It's like we're can talking I have, about Stephanie. Or are we yeah, talking about? yeah. Someone wants like something like. Can I have uh, you know fries or whatever? And he's like fries. This yar. is yar. This is we got a seafood aesthetic here. We don't call them fries. We call them fears. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> the sea is scary. Scottish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but Stephanie orders yeah like the the seafood sampler mm-hmm. bullshit or like treasure like underwater treasures or yeah. something like that. And Have you read my new romance book, Underwater Treasures? And it's just like a bucket of like whatever they scooped out yeah, of the it's, ocean. Oh, it's crawfish. It looks good to me. Very large cephalopod of some sort that is not cooked. No, no, none of it looks cooked. Mm-mm. And it's all served in a giant clam bowl. Ugh. That's a, that's what she gets. And then, as you mentioned, like it was twenty three ninety five too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, as Danny like Danny's like whoa 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 whoa. Fritz Fritz Fritz. I wouldn't spend that much on a seafood platter. No no now? no. Now <laughs> even now I would tear up a Long John Silver's right. Now. Oh, no. yeah. Give me Red Lobster. I don't want to have food mm. poisoning. <laughs> From a Long John Silver's? Oh. Never. Oh. <laughs> oh. Are you saying They're that... always connected to, like, A and W's. That's true. Yeah. I would rip that up, Ugh. and it would rip me up. Yeah. Are you saying that a Long John Silver's is dirty? Because the thing about so Long John dirty. Silver's is it's all linoleum from top to bottom. Because it's so dirty. The bathroom linoleum spills right out into the fucking yeah. dining area. I think I'm it's great. with Brandon. I, would, I love yeah. Red, Red Lobster. Lobster and their biscuits. At Long John Silver's, you can order crumbs. Did you know that? Ew. Do you know what crumbs are? Probably just dredges of... Uh, deep fried. Deep fried. Yeah, deep it's fried all dredges. the deep fried like boogers. It's all, the, <laughs> it's all the nibbies, the oh, nibblets. I hate this. You get them in a little paper box and you pour salt on them and you eat them. Did it all through high school. Did I'm it all through high school. I'm salivating. I'm salivating. <laughs> what do you mean, did it all through high school? school? I will say, I went never, there all the time. Man, there's Pernasek. There's Pernasek with his drivels again. <laughs> crumbs? Crumbs. His drivels. I, I've learned to make homemade crumbs. <laughs> I'm just yeah, vacuuming. I'm earning my uh, my crumbs badge. <laughs> uh, so that's yours, mine, and ours. That was a pretty fucking putrid They all episode. walk the plank. The whole family walks the plank into a ball pit. The end. So the next episode is, of course, Trouble with Danny. Not The Trouble with Danny. Uh, get rid of that Trouble the. with Danny. Uh, let me, let's, let's start with you for this one. What, what do you recall from that one that was egregious? <laughs> okay. Yeah, my problem. This is like the when I realized, like, they treat... All problems, adult or child, as a children's problem. Which oh. makes me think that, like, this is not a family show. This is a children's show. The whole family is in DJ's room shit-talking her father. Yeah. <laughs> Adults and children alike. And there's no, like, hey, don't talk. You might be feeling that way, but don't talk about your dad like that. Yeah. Uh, it's frustrating. We agree. Yeah. But, like, don't come. Oh, they're just like, yeah, your dad is fucking annoying. <laughs> When there's a 10-year-old in the room and, like, a 33-year-old, and yeah. they're doing that. Yeah, you shouldn't... A 10-year-old should not be commiserating with a 33-year-old. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's what grown adult improvisers do. But yeah. see, they this, trash on people they is, don't like. This, yeah, the the this is the same show that has Jesse on 
a regular basis go to Michelle with his adult problems no. and like ask her like what he needs That's to do. Messed up. And they they really do tear Danny from stem to stern. Yeah. Like his stories suck. Yeah. He's a fucking clean freak obsessed idiot. Mm-hmm. And he's he, passing it on to his yeah. He's ruining daughter. his daughter. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, she is turning into a into quite the despot. Yeah. This is sort of where the clean freak Danny thing comes to a head. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, it's been a running joke. And I really thought they were going to, like, examine it and sort of try to understand why he's like that. Yeah, maybe it's because he's a young widow. <laughs> maybe a young widow <laughs> trying to control what he can. Yeah. Um, right. He mentions that it, at one point that his mother raised him to be the same way. Mm-hmm. And he realizes with horror that, oh, my God, I'm treating Michelle the way my mother treated me. Mm-hmm. But that's really as psychological as it gets. Right. Uh, Brandon, what was your moment from this? Uh, well, my, my moment is well, he has he has this uh, trip in in the uh, f- this like forest. He like leaves because he overhears the family talking about him. So he has to go get some fresh air, and then while he's out in nature, he decides, oh, I'm going to be a new version of myself uh, that doesn't like give a shit about any of this. He's not out there by himself, by no. the way. <laughs> yeah, you you. This is your moment. So I, you go ahead with this first because mine's. Well, out. I I'm gonna I'm gonna do pull a Libby though, and I I feel like I have a different thing. So okay. let's just sort of put all the mountain stuff. Sure. With your plot. His okay. trajectory. So he rides a donkey into the, the, mountains. the mountains. The same outdoor forest set mm-hmm. that Joey and Jesse went to when they were trying to get inspiration for their oh, nature jingle. Hell yeah. yeah. And yeah. they uh, at one point they started singing in that episode and all of the animals appeared. No. Yeah, birds landed on their shoulders, a raccoon, a fox. Mm-hmm. It was putrid. But instead, this is just... Uh, uh, Danny talking with Norman the donkey uh, and uh, getting some advice about about nature and about uh, being like a new him, um, which is really just like a psychotic break he's experiencing. Um, So when he returns to the family, he is this sergeant sludge messy fuck who doesn't want to be in charge of anything anymore. It seems terrifying. It Mm -hmm. seems like... If, if you had a parent come home and started oh. just being like, I'm fine, and then, like, taking off their jacket and just tossing it on the floor, taking a bag of chips and cartoonishly, like, uh, shoving it into their mouth and just having them all fall on the ground, you would be like, what's wrong with dad? Daddy's scary. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's nothing, I actually think there's, <laughs> it's pretty scary if a kid is being told by someone who is unrecognizable to them, like, nothing's wrong. <laughs> But, like, I feel like something's different. Mm-mm, I've always been like this, you stupid kid. This is me. I'm fun. I'm cool now. I'm, I'm cool with it. I think Danny is only doing this to make them feel bad. Mm-hmm. Did we mention that mm-hmm. the only reason he knows they were trash-talking him is because he was in TJ's closet yeah. putting up new... Uh, shelf paper. Shelf paper. Mm-hmm. I love putting up some crisp shelf paper. Everybody got new shelf paper. And also, I love closing the closet door behind Damn. me. While I'm doing it. I love getting that glue smell in my fucking nose cavity. That's why he had that break, because he had a... He was huffing glue. Yep. He gave some to the burrow. Yeah. uh, Norman. (laughs) And then he came back, and he was on a fucking bender. So the the process was, he was putting up shelf paper, and then he stood frozen for two minutes. And it's like eight people sat in a room. (laughs) What were they going to do if somebody just, like, put away a shirt? The The only person who loves him in the family is Michelle. And she's yeah. brainwashed. Or as she says, brainwashed? 
Everything mustn't be washed. Not just the brains, <laughs> but the hearts and the souls, too. <laughs> you are unclean. <laughs> Me take you out with the garbage. Uh, my moment, uh, I was going to talk about the mountain and the burrow, mm-hmm. but uh, instead I'm going to talk about... So they're in the middle of spring cleaning. That's why they're so mad at Danny. Yeah. This scene starts, and it's like they said to Lori Laughlin, just say something. You can have any line that you want, but we just need something to make it feel like a little organic. Like we're walking into something that's, you know, midway. Mm-hmm. Uh, in media res, as the French would say. And she fucking says, how did I get stuck cleaning this guy? <laughs> and she's referencing like the Mr. Peanut Abraham Lincoln statue. Yep. In the back of their house. Yeah. Always watching. Always guarding. watching. Yeah. Waiting. <laughs> He's like got his like little hands together like, I bless you, mm-hmm. my children. <laughs> but I just love the fact that she just goes, ah, like, Get stuck cleaning this guy. Lori, I don't. No. <laughs> we don't really have time for a second take. Well, we're going to keep it because we maybe, got to. We're going to keep it. Maybe it's because you and the homeowner are like making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year as talk show hosts in a major city and you are all living under his house and his. Multi-million dollar mansion. <laughs> you did keep in throwing San out the Francisco. <laughs> you kept throwing out the phrase for Danny and Becky. They make multi-million. <laughs> they they, they have, have to be to. so rich. Millions. They have. To. Oh, I'm sure they're millionaires. <laughs> they have to be. Maybe they don't make millions, especially in the '90s. But they were definitely making hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's that's more fair. <laughs> I like multi-millions. <laughs> uh, Becky, Danny, uh, your contracts are coming up. I'm afraid we're only gonna be able to pay you. Six million dollars this year. Multi, yeah. Six million dollars. Can we live on that? But I feel like <laughs> even I mean, look up the salaries of people who work at WGN. If I found out, I'd probably want to kill myself. That's the thing. We should look. You don't even want to look up how much these writers earned for this show. Yeah. If you're an anchorman, like in the city of Chicago, like mm-hmm. on a major platform, you're probably pulling in. 70, right? 70 a year more? Oh, way more. You think? Way more, because you're a TV personality. And you're all, you're contracted to your yeah. personality, so you negotiate the shit to yeah. its nth degree. Yeah, so I think that's uh, that's trouble with Danny. Uh, should we move on to Fives a Crowd? I think Let's so. Let's move on while I Google yes. WGN salaries. <laughs> WGN salaries. <laughs> Do we have you start this last time, or um, does Yeah, we, we, can, we can start with it. I'll, okay. I'll just give a... a Overview really quick here. So, Fives a Crowd is about um, this new band uh, that's coming in to record at Jesse's studio. What the fuck are they called? Uh, the Rough Tongues, the Scummy Tongues. I don't know. They're 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 they rock and they rock hard, baby. And uh, the lead singer of that band um, wants to take DJ out on a date. Danny, who is uh, going to be a, a, going to an award show for. Uh, TV, like daytime television or some bullshit um, that both him and Joey are are nominated for, has to take a sidetrack to stalk DJ and this boy uh, on their date to a drive-in movie. So my moment is the the three men, of course, they they are worried that DJ, it turns out rightfully so, is going to uh, try to be taken advantage of at this drive-in movie. Uh, So they are going through the different cars looking for them and they open up one van that has two old people just going at each other in it. Just fingering, sucking, Libby, fucking. Libby was... I hope that's my future. Yep, she was Listen, uh, supportive. those vans are expensive. That was a nice van. It mm-hmm. was outfitted. It cost money to outfit the back of a van. I was about to say. Yeah. From a 16-passenger to just a fuck bus. 16... <laughs> 
We had all of our kids and grandkids in here. No more. We're, yeah. we're retired now. And now they're retired and they're living like, they get to like go to the movies and be high schoolers and make out. They make this crazy distinction. Mm-hmm. There are movies and then there's the drive-in movie. Well, and the drive-in movie is, for whatever reason, given a lot more sexual potency and danger. Because I, I, I assume because there's a, there's an element of privacy that you get that you don't get at a movie theater. Right. But as we pointed out, like you could get away with macking out and like doing a lot of fucking oh, sexual yeah. shit just in a regular movie theater. I mean, I mean, the way it's treated, it's like the drive-in movie theater is like a sex dump. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah, there's fucking trash everywhere. Sex yeah. dump is a much better name for a band. I, yeah. I, I'll point that out. Mm-hmm. But yet, the men, I really thought that their behavior was going to get called out for just being excessively protective and dumb mm-hmm. because they really should start trusting DJ as she's going out on her first dates that she's not going to make bad decisions. Well, the, the show did not do one thing that I thought it was going to do, which is like this boy was going to start pushing himself on DJ to the point where they come in and like Jesse like socks the kid or something. <laughs> um, Jeez, that's or, like, extreme. pulls him out of the, the thing. I thought it was going to be like one of those like right. good thing we showed up because you couldn't have handled this on your own. Well, um, as a matter of comparison, uh, I bring up Mr. Belvedere every now and then. There's an episode of Mr. Belvedere where the teen daughter straight up almost gets raped Jesus. by her prom date and she uses that language because he comes over the next day and he's like, hey, nothing's wrong. And she's like, you tried to rape me. <laughs> so I, I don't think Full House would ever go that far. No. But it's certainly more uh, realistic that a creep kid would try to, like, mm-hmm. pull that kind of shit. I thought DJ was going to be able to escape this being on higher ground than the adults. Yeah. Like, because she does make the point, just trust me, I can make good decisions. Yeah. And they say, well, you lied to us, DJ. You said it was a movie. You didn't say it was a drive-in movie. I'm like, aren't we parsing words we are. a little bit at that point? Mm-hmm. Oh, you said you were going to a carnival. You didn't say it was a circus. Mm-hmm. There is a fucking yeah. difference. Yeah, they make a point. It's like, you're 15. You obey, at 15, you obey by our rules. We need to know exactly. <laughs> you obey by. <laughs> we need to know exactly where you are. At all times. Are you in the uh, tiger-striped backseat of a creeps van? Oh, um, uh. <laughs> Hello, my Martin's van. Like, stop being on your phone. Let me, did, you, did you find anything about W. Jin Sellers? No. I did find uh, a list of 250, like, pay scales, like, of, like, people you would know in Chicago, and they listed Rachel Mason. Who's Rachel oh. Mason? At Second City. So, yeah. like, a Second City teacher slash director. They put up her pay? They put up her average salary, and they also put up, like, like the HR person at, like, W. It was, like, 200, like, here's people who work in news, here's people who work in art, here's here's sports stars. What a weird thing to just sort of weird. assemble. But here's the thing. The HR person was making, like, $100,000. Wow. So that's why I'm saying multi-millionaires. <laughs> also, if you ever watched the movie Weatherman. With Nicolas Cage? Nicolas Cage, based in Chicago. He lived a very nice life. That Nicolas Cage? he's very rich, but I'm happy. I was about to say, did that money make him happy? I'm happy. Money he's doesn't, a horrible life. Money doesn't make you complete. Money may not grow on trees, but it's going to make you... This is so, so sad. <laughs> So I, I think Danny would definitely be one of those parents if he was around today. He'd have that like tracker on your phone. Like, yeah. Oh like, yeah. You know, like I can know where you're at. GoMommy.com. Where's Daddy.com? 
Where's Daddy? Go to whereisdaddy.com and see what you find. I don't don't mind like if that. I do. You're not going to like that. No. Uh, let me, what was your moment from uh, Five's a Crowd? Yeah, I wrote a crowd. Rapey Dude. Yes, it's all about her making good decisions and she can trust it, but I'm still like, especially having been a 15-year-old girl, like, okay, yeah, she definitely feels like she's in control and stuff, and, but she's clearly nervous in the episode. The guy is like pulling emotional, almost, a, not abuse, but like, he's just being like, oh, I thought you were cool. I guess not. Like, yeah. He's like, I forgot you were a freshman. Full on manipulating her. And it's like, yeah, she can make good decisions, but she's still trapped in a van with a guy in a mo- far away from her parents without a phone. Like, yeah. Those old people aren't going to help you. No, it was still They're much deep. darker than I think they thought. They they did push it pretty far, this idea that, like, his vehicle is, like, this place where clearly he's taken many women there. Yeah, for sex. For Not for, <laughs> for reading. Sex. Not, for, not reading. for writing. Maybe it's because I'm older now, but I don't want to play those games. No. No. Just invite no. me to the van. <laughs> right. I don't want I don't want the guys of a drive-in movie. Yeah. It's like when you invite me into your house and you're like, hey, you should come check out this picture in my bedroom. I'm like, I know what you're doing. Well, yeah. Check and out I'm this not picture. going into Has your someone bedroom. actually said that? Come, what's, on, what's, come check out this picture in my bedroom. bedroom. <laughs> what's a real, yeah, what's a real life example maybe you can think of of, um, like, I can't believe you're saying this to me right now. <laughs> there was a guy who will remain nameless. He's a very nice guy. Hmm. hmm is it? Uh, Brandon and I are being very protected. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, where he kept putting his head up, like, under the blanket, being like, it's a fort. And I was like, <laughs> I know what you're doing, and I'm not playing. <laughs> it's a fort! And then he, then he comes back up, he's got no clothes on. It's a fort! <laughs> it's magic. It's a magic fort. I mean, I've done that, too, where I've been like, check out my TV. <laughs> check out my TV. But you've Pretty never nice, pulled a, oh, it's a fort. It's a fort. <laughs> no, I've been like, hey, I have a much better TV in my room. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the okay. TV in the communal area is pretty good, hey guys, I guess. It always works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try the Fort move at one point. Don't do it. Oh, man, this Netflix movie is pretty good, but I'm in a fort. <laughs> Brandon? You can build a fort here with you have pipes yeah. in your ceiling. You could have pulley systems and also I would, Brandon. Yeah, I'd be the type of person that's like mm-hmm. starts out building a fort because of sexual purposes, but then gets really into the fort <laughs> aspect of it. Yeah. Oh, it's like, no. okay, so now there's compartments. Yeah, and I was just like, I want to go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought yeah, I was going to get But first, wet check out the snack yeah. corner. You like snacks? No, I like getting laid. <laughs> All right, but first snacks. <laughs> but Brandon, you're on that health kick right now. It's just a bag of almonds and like a half can of tuna. Okay, you want the junk? The junk station? Uh, shoot, shoot. <laughs> do you want the junk? <laughs> then you gotta have a snack first. <laughs> you want your dessert? <laughs> want to earn that sugar? Brandon, what's something that you've said Brandon. to a girl? What's something you said to a girl like when you're trying to be like, hey, this is fun, right? I'm greasing the wheels here. Let's make this happen. What's something you said? <laughs> What's something you said? Yeah. You're, you're already ready. It's a fort. <laughs> you're, you're already ready to, like, just tear. Whatever I say is going to be Yeah, bad. we can't wait. Um, wow, you smell like candy. <laughs> oh, what? I'll be like. Uh, <laughs> We're going to get it. Yeah, We're going to hear no. it. Like, I don't you, know. There's something in your mind. You yeah. had something coming to your, to your tongue. No, the tip of your I tongue. didn't. I didn't. <laughs> what, like a tactic or a yeah. line? Yeah, a tactic, like a line. line. Have you ever done anything? <laughs> Let me just try to help yeah, you. Jesus Christ. Christ. We all know. No, dude. It's Have just, you ever done anything? 
In, in the vein of, like, I'm picking on you. Yeah. I'm teasing you. I'm, I'm teasing picking on you. you. Your buttons, um, they're undone. Yeah. I don't chew on hair. <laughs> I don't chew on hair. Okay. Have you ever done anything like what I'm talking about? I mean, sure. Nothing that's like a line. I'm sorry. I don't have like a line that I, of something I've said that's like. Not, you don't have to no, be No, even as, as simple as you're watching TV on a couch, you get up to go get something, and you come back, and you sit a lot closer. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Or in his mind, he's like, I've never done that, yeah, but I better. That's a good move. We're gonna figure out I'm an alien from another planet. And if I don't say yes, um, or just like moving from floor to to bed. Mm-hmm. Why are you, you know? starting out on the floor, Brandon? I don't know. And no, I think, oh, no, no, help me. <laughs> what? A- Right, you live in a studio. Just let a girl sit on your bed. And Step one. Or, or can, start on I, the I floor. One of these things. Step it's like, two. It's like, so yeah, so you know, um, I, I know there's not a lot of like places to sit or whatever, so. Sit on the bed. <laughs> you are, I'm so saving sit on you, the bed. I'm saving you like at least an hour like and hours. a half. Yeah. I'm saving you like an hour and a half of being like, oh man. Sit on the floor sure makes my legs numb. Or talking about like my bum sure is yeah, hard and sore. Or like talking about like my shitty folding chairs. Like these folding chairs are pretty bad. So it's up. You want you want like uh, you want you like, like you want like a coffee or I know what uh, girls like they like little soaps. Yeah. Uh, you want to wash your hands before we do this? Wash <laughs> Please <hands>. wash your hands. <laughs> wash, your hands. <laughs> wash your hands. It's a thing. I need your hands to be clean with a rubbing feet. You know what I do? Yeah, let's I'm just it. nice and charming. <laughs> And I make it happen. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, on the uh, first date that I ever had with Chris, at one point during the brunch, I uh, spilled French toast on my shirt, and I had a stain on my shirt, and I had to go over and because he had stain remover. Uh oh. Oh, you had to. Yeah. I'm so messy. Yeah, I'm so me. messy. <laughs> and then did he used like the Tide stick on you. Yes. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, all over my face. <laughs> yeah. Ow, yeah. Ow, oh, he put that oh, stick all over. It's acidic. It burns in my face. I just imagine if you're like, I ordered French toast. Sp- yeah. <laughs> and I imagine Chris being. Like oh well, jeez. Oh, <laughs> More of this Chris impression. Oh, uh, let's get let's get you let's get you into something clean. Hoss and Pfeffer Incorporated. Let, let's let's get you clean now. Ring a ding ding. Oh. He's gonna be yeah. so upset. Oh. Or he'll love it. Uh, so the next episode is uh, girls will be boys. You date <clears throat> Jimmy Stewart. I do date. <laughs> I date Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> whoa whoa whoa. Well, thank you, Harvey. I want to fuck you, too. (laughs) (laughs) That invisible rabbit is sucking that dude off. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Smith comes to Washington. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, Girls Will Be Boys is our next episode. Um, I'll start that because this is all about Michelle possibly losing Teddy to the dark side, otherwise known as the Share King, Aaron. Mm -hmm. Because Aaron's like... I'm Ewan. Girls are gross and icky, sticky. Teddy, you should hang out with me. I got phasers. Phasers. Oh wait, wait, wait. Oh, before we before we uh, go on to this, I wanted (laughs) I wanted to talk about um. I want to talk about that kid, the boy. Oh, the creep from the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I wanted to say the song that that band he's in sings is "I'm Gonna Die." I think the lyric yeah. is just I'm gonna I, die. I'm gonna die. And he plays that as like the romantic music for him and DJ to make out to. Do you want me to fuck you to my music? <laughs> his his name is Roger Floyd. He's an actor, writer, and producer. Oh, um, well. His his acting credits, he never really took off. He was in like a couple things. He was also a writer for a short called The Confession. 
um, and then a movie <laughs> called The Painter, and then a movie called Kronos. And he also plays Kronos in this movie. Well, it's a 2016 release, is it? Which, which <laughs> is a surreal and artistic expression of the underworld um, yeah. and the insatiable appetite of a god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, girls will be boys. Yes. Uh, so Michelle is losing Teddy to Aaron because Aaron doesn't like playing with girls, and he convinces Teddy that yeah. he shouldn't either. Yeah. So Michelle decides uh, that she's going to be more boy-like, but this is mm-hmm. after they have a discussion that I want to talk about. So this discussion is basically all about superheroes because yes. Aaron wants to be Superman and Teddy wants yeah. to be Batman. Michelle is like, well, who am, who am I going to be? Hey, this isn't a fair. And Becky suggests Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman. And Aaron goes, you can't be Wonder Woman. You don't have black hair. It just is exactly the conversation impotent men yeah. are having this now about superheroes. This is the Ghostbusters uh, issue put into uh, Full House. It's yep. not true to the canon. Yeah, <laughs> not true to canon. But uh, Aaron doesn't have a problem with Teddy playing Batman, even though no. Teddy's black. Yeah. Yeah. But so what's what's this weird double standard, Aaron? God, can you imagine if there was a black Batman? Jesus Christ. They already, I mean, they, we already have uh, that whole Donald Glover Spider-Man thing. Yeah. Right. And that People infuri- lost their minds. Oh, my God. Uh, it has nothing to do with that, though. How dare you? Yeah. How dare you say that? Yeah, it's, it's just not represented in the comics. I just care about the canon. I'm not racist. <laughs> Here, get in this cannon so I can fucking blow your yeah. fucking smithereens. <laughs> oh so she winds up choosing to be uh, Superman's mother. And she's Martha. like... she <laughs> Sounds like they're on an all-men plus one woman improv team. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, boys, if you're done with your fun scene... Uh, <laughs> I have cooking and nagging to do. <laughs> I could add something to it. Nuh-uh. Shut up. Yeah. I, I would like to also play a fun firefighter. <laughs> No, you are a prostitute. <laughs> There's no way that a fire lady would be able to uh, meet the physical standards of oh, what a yeah. firefighter would need to do. <laughs> so you can't and then they call you a slut. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then God. proceed to like mimic jerking each other off because that's humor. That I thought funny. you were going to say that's improv. <laughs> and and also it improv. is improv, too. Uh, so, she, yeah, she's all like, uh, hey, Sp- uh, Batman, Superman, have you breakfast? And they're like, well, we're playing wrestlers now. Yeah. And she's like, let me guess, I have to be the wrestler's mom. And they're like, yeah, yeah. you dumb dumb. Yeah, even though yeah, you said there's plenty of women in wrestling. And that was a big part of when you watch wrestling, there'll be like women parts. Yeah. Right? And I also made the joke that when they play guns, that she should play the gun's mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, gun. Mama gun. <laughs> no, 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 you don't get a name. Oh. <laughs> Your IMDb credit is mother of gun. Your gun prostitute. Martha. Martha. Your name's her what? What'd you say? Your mom is mother. My name is my mama. My mama is mother. So, so uh, Teddy and Aaron, they go off to Aaron's uh, house because Aaron has phasers. Uh, AKA aluminum foil guns because he yeah. probably lives in like a wreck. <laughs> His dad's like drinking from broken a clay home. jug. Yeah. A broken home. The trick to picking up this jug is that there's a single loop for a single finger. <laughs> and you just pick it up and you go. <laughs> and you drink, drink, drink. I was really hoping that there'd be an opportunity for Becky to talk to uh, Michelle about, like, what it means to be a woman and how it doesn't, how, didn't you know, think of that. it's a continuum and, like, you can have interests varied in anything you want. But they didn't. They just had Danny come talk to her and be like, your friend's going through a phase. And there's no, like, it's a bullshit phase, like, 
This he, is stupid. Mm-hmm. Anything like that. It's just like, yeah, he's going to be kind of sexist right now. And then he won't be, maybe. Maybe. Uh, no, actually, it was then, don't worry, guys will like you when you're sexy. That's what it was. He mm-hmm. was like, guys will want to play with you again. And then that's when daddy goes through a phase. Because, you know, <laughs> yeah. daddy has to protect your virginity. That it, so it, that you have worked. It's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> they make Michelle a girly girl. Yeah. Because she's like, Su- superheroes, yeah, wrestling. Like, I want to play house. Yeah, yeah, I want to play house. And it's like, God, like she can't even have like Mm-mm. interests that the boys have. No. When they play uh, some game, she's like, well, I'm a nurse. When she's pretending yeah. to be a boy, yeah, they, she can't help it. Like her feminine side comes out. <laughs> and she has to play nurse. She has to. Pre- yeah, she can't play doctor. <laughs> No. Uh, ew. I, and then Aaron's like, wait a minute. You're pretending to be a nurse? Only yeah. girls can be nurses. And she's like, well, boys can too. And he's like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, that part really disturbed me when he told her to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to grow up to become a Gamergate, MRA, oh, yeah. gatekeeper. Like, I, can't, I fucking guard the gates. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. With, without me, all these SJWs would rule the world. Oh, God. I love, love the acronym SJW. SJW. Oh, you fucking SJWs. Come out of the woodwork again yeah. with your little pink flags. What? Because <laughs> you're gay. <laughs> and if you want to get into, like, uh, shit happening in our community in, like, the last six months, uh, plenty of people who list themselves as, like, social justice warriors or feminists are some of the worst culprits yep. oh of God. some of the creepy shit. Because all these people, well... Even the guys who label themselves as the good guys act like they're they're gatekeepers. Like, no, we stand here now. Uh, We protect the women. They're like, yeah, I'm going to get fucking laid by showing what a good guy I am. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's what drove me nuts. Uh, Anyway. I'll um, I'll just say real quick, I was invited to a uh, men-only group about how we can better serve the women in the community. I was was like, I was not because I did not post a status about like being a a champion. You have to prove it first. Yeah. You have to say that you don't want to kill women. (laughs) That's the the card that gets you in the secret club. I want to take you seriously. Damn guys. Because I wrote something about how like I'm a fan of women. They were like, dude, you're cool. Come here. Come come here. It's like that Brandon Shockney guy. He's what a jerk. He hasn't said anything. He's a monster. Brandon, <laughs> your silence speaks volumes. Seems like he's only doing it through his actions. What a weirdo. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, Why does he keep talking about how the floor is so stiff and the bed is so soft? <laughs> uh, yeah, Brandon was busy trying to get laid during all yeah, that. Yeah, sorry guys. I speak through my actions. My good fucking. Priorities. But yeah, the lesson is uh, when you're a little girl, you'll deal with garbage. Yeah. When you're an older girl, you'll deal with garbage. And when you're a grown woman... You deal with garbage. And it was. And it's like, it was like, don't worry, your dad will be upset. Maybe. Maybe. And, but he'll be upset because you might lose your honor. Did you see my adventure with DJ Michelle? Yeah. That's what you got to look forward to. Yeah, DJ almost lost her honor with that guy in the van. I like the idea of it being my honor. Her honor. My honor. Listen, when she loses that V card, she's worthless. Yeah. It's like you sold your soul to the dick devil. <laughs> She'll have nothing of value to add. And he, Danny needs to protect his daughters so that they can become successful. If yeah. I if I drew the dick devil right now, <laughs> yeah. it would be a classic red figure with horns, but every inch of him would be dicks. Mm-hmm. His eyeballs would be like dicks. Oh. His tongue is He's a dick. He's not just one big dick. He's... No, his teeth are like little sharp dicks. Mm. Okay. And his tail is whoosh, whoosh, a, a whip dick. dick. <laughs> a dick. A dick. Yeah. Uh, so foremost. I think that's fives are crowd. Uh, or yeah. girls will be boys. I think that's yeah. it. Oh, and lumberjack Jess. 
Oh, right. Was that your thing? Yeah. We can just touch on it very quickly. Uh, Jesse uh, has a guest spot on uh, Ranger Joe's show uh, where he plays Lumberjack Jess, a very macho, manly man, who says uh, that he feels like a lumberjack ass on live television. Mm -hmm. And it's just cool. But he just got fired for budget cuts. I was about to say. (laughs) He got fired by the end of it. What are you talking about? I write great songs for the show like this. What's crazy is he didn't get fired at the end of that episode. He got fired at the beginning of the next episode. Ugh. Which is crazy that that's like continuity that we're deciding to keep. But I like the idea that it's like, tell him it's budget because yeah. he's such an egomaniacal asshat. We don't yeah. want him storming the set. <laughs> Just tell him it's budget. Tell him it's budget and not him ruining this live show <laughs> by uh, making sly comments at the side of his mouth to his... Best friend slash roommate. That is a heavily scripted show, it turns out. As it turns out. But yeah, Jesse's almost like drunk when he comes out as the character. He's Mm -hmm. like, hey, um, I don't like this. Yeah. This is dumb. He hates it immediately. Here's this song I wrote. Dun, 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 dun. (laughs) You're a fucking composer, Jesse. You should be ashamed of yourself. Well, he finally does get his big break. Oh, man. Thanks to the next final two-parter, Captain Video. Now, you might be asking yourself, is part one a clip show? It kind of is. Okay. It kind of it is. tricked us, and mm-hmm. in the end it was. Yeah. Uh, they pulled a late-in-the-game yeah. clip show because they just show clips of Jesse's fucking storied music career. Jesse's <laughs> musical moments starring Jesse Katsopoulos. Do you remember that time when Jesse danced with that fat old lady stuffed plushy oh, person? Yeah. When you're smiling, dip the fat mannequin. <laughs> it was so gross. Oh, that's so scary. I'd be so afraid to like see that. You liked a clip, though. You liked those cat puppets. Oh, I did like that cat Doing puppets Doing their meows. They open up a briefcase and three cats fly out and then yeah, start... Yeah their mouths all yeah, open yeah. Uh, like puppets. Yep. He's like, yeah, Joey's right. like doing something in the suitcase to like like mm-hmm. open up their little flaps. Oh, open it. up your little flappy <laughs> fucking puppet. That's what I say to dudes. Yeah. Open up oh, your flappy, flappy fucking oh, puppet. God. That's what I call mouths. Oh. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they, they try to they try to slip that in just for some padding because Full House never knew how to make a two-parter feel worth our time. That's right. Mm-hmm. My moment from Captain Video. So that's all about Jesse potentially getting his big break and losing it at the same time. Mm-hmm. He signs with uh, Fat Fish Music. Blah. Mm-hmm. Blah, Fat Fish. And they're, they're going to record they're slime balls. a music video of... You know they're slime balls because they're from New York. Yeah, New York. They, 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 they talk... Uh, Je- or Jesse's agent talks like this. Nice suits. Adelaide, Adelaide, ever-loving Adelaide. Yeah, I'm a lounge lizard. Duh. A lounge lizard. Boy. Um, so, uh, yeah, they, he's teaming up with the Beach Boys to record his hit single, Forever. Um, that and, they wrote. Right, that they wrote. They actually do admit that, yeah, like, this is a Beach Boys song. We're giving it to you. Why? Yeah, because you make it sound yeah. better than we ever could. Um, but I think the real answer is we don't care about this song and you desperately need to make some money to support your twins. <laughs> yeah. There's also an element, this idea that maybe he has never met the Beach Boys before, which is fucking insane. Right. They've been on the show multiple times. Mm-hmm. They played that telethon for Too God's many sake. We don't, we don't get the full uh, Beach Boys this time around. We just get oh, right. uh, two of them. We get Mike... Love. Uh, Mike Love and then Bruce. Bruce, yeah. big uh, dog. Yes. Uh, Mike. Mike is wearing this, like... Oh, uh, Mike? Bright blue. No, bright blue's wearing the, uh, Mike's wearing the bright blue, like, weird piratey shirt. Yeah, shiny shirt. Yeah, and then yeah. Bruce is wearing a big dog 
sweater or which is great. I think it's just an enormous t-shirt. Or a t-shirt. Big t-shirt. That's tucked in. Right. And the dog, I mean they ain't kidding when they say big dog. They say big dog. They that, mean it. It's head it's from shoulder to shoulder down yeah. to the fucking waistband. Mm-hmm. That dog's Big. Now, see, I never had big dog shirts like that. I just had the big dog parody shirts. Like, I had Jurassic Bark, which was like a Jurassic Park poster, but they were all the dogs. You don't say. Here, <laughs> let me see what else I had. I you had, just, you just I explained. I Star, Star Paws, The Empire, Barks, no. Strikes Bark, or Barks Back. Oh or, God. This is like that <laughs> thumbtanic bullshit. Oh, God. Big dogs. I can find, I want to find the You don't picture. have to. Oh, so was that your moment, the fact that? The Beach Boys came into no, the picture? No, no. My moment was, um, I just want to talk about yeah. the final video, but yeah. we'll get to that in a second. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that. we all do. Um, so I have, yeah, I have a moment from part one and part two. My part one uh, moment real quick is, so the first time we ever saw Mike Love and he was given <laughs> dialogue, we've been yelled at by, like, two people for being like, how dare you make fun of Mike Love? <laughs> he was coming off of, like, a drug addiction. He had a hard life. Like, he, you know, his system oh. is, like, kind of destroyed from that history. Mm. And in that first appearance, he has the classic Full House line, let's order a vegetarian pizza. Oh. He says it like a fucking Frankenstein. Yeah. And uh, the Empire Bites it's, Back. It was Dog Wars, the Empire Bites Back. That's I had that t-shirt. I wore it a lot. It was my, Shame my on you. I wore it a lot. You should get it on eBay. Yeah, you should keep wearing that. I should. You should have a grill over and they all, like, I, I loved oh, it. Oh, this shirt's all big. Yeah. I, I loved it because they, they all had they all had uh, pun names like R two K nine, Hound what Solo. What the fuck? R two K nine. Wait, what's Han Solo? Hound Solo, Luke Skywagger, Puchas Leia. That's um, awful. Um, yeah. Flea Pio. Shame on you. Uh, and then Chewie's just Chewie. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, this is oh. <laughs> The Bark Awakens. Oh, oh my god, there's a Bark Awakens. Should have been three squeak PO. What? Three squeak PO? Hello, pay me some money. <laughs> but that sounds like a mouse. Fido Fido Rex. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I deserve money for that. At the end of the day is uh, right now. Gotta yeah. go. <laughs> uh, I was Fle- just Flea Flea 8. Alright. Flea Flea 8. Brandon, stop it. Put it down. I'm asking you nicely. And get your Fido Rex. <laughs> Ow. Ow. I was just gonna say deserve it. That Mike Love actually seems a lot healthier and can deliver a line now like a human being. So for him, I say, congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, I want to talk about the video. Oh, yeah, just that final Uh, video. And I think they they needed to choose an idea. So it starts off, he's in a bed in the middle of some ruins, shirtless. Yeah, like... So I'm like, okay, this is like a sex video, for sure. Sepia-toned. Yeah. Yeah, where I'm like, either they're selling him as like a sexy young guy... And it's like, and he wow. Seems, he looks sexy yeah, in the video. Yeah, you should want to watch this because you might, you can like fantasize about sexing Uncle uh-huh. Jesse. But then they switch it to like, actually, no, he's a family man and he loves his children. Right. That's right. Which is like, make up your goddamn mind. The final video they make has production value. They're filming in like this yeah. sort of church with all of these candles everywhere. I mean, it's and, not good, but it has production value. Right. There's this crazy guy on the bongos, but he's yeah. really just playing the tambourine. Not a lot of bongos not that you can hear. Not a lot of bongo in that song, no. Um, and at one point, like, most of the time when we see the babies, they're crying. Yeah, they're very upset. Weird. And they still are, like, Uncle Jesse calls them potatoes at one point, and they really are still potatoes at this point. They're just blobs. They don't have bones yet. Yeah. Uh, they, they don't have bones, but everyone knows you don't have bones until you're like two. And, and what's so crazy is they set up the video by having it be on an MTV show called like Out of the Blue. MTV's Out of the Blue, which is emerging like, like emerging artists or whatever. Who you well, probably won't fucking see again. You this bitch, yeah. this She's fucking so horrible mean. woman. 
She's like, hey, idiot. Yeah. What's up, you loser? <laughs> yeah. My show's all about discovering people, but then probably throwing them away. Right. So, like, they're just, like, scrounging through the submissions, like, I guess we could show this this week. Yeah. This she's next so week. She's so mean to him. Mm-hmm. They don't do any cuts, even when he, like, messes up his camera angles and stuff. There's no ability in this, when they show yeah. show business, no one ever says cut. In, in, the, in no. the world of Full House, nothing is filmed beforehand. Everything is live. Well, everything's the live. MTV show is not live. Oh well, yeah. I because guess. Jesse's watching it with his but family. Like, but like everything is filmed, it's treated as li- live. like it's live. It's like you got one take, and <laughs> whatever we end up with is what we end up yeah, with. Yeah, you messed it up real bad. And when he does the first music video, he like coughs. And he's like mm-hmm. wait. He like messes up dance moves, and they don't call cut until he falls into a curtain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like that. So my my thing is, first of all, this. Crazy gabagool Italian goomba oh, stereotype from Big Fish Music is like, hey, Jesse, uh, I know that I uh, just signed you for a fucking 4,000 year contract, oogity boogity, but uh, here's the thing we love you, love the song forever. What if we turned it into a rap tune and you fucking did some MC Hammer wackadoo dancing? How about that? Change everything. Yeah, and he's also full on. Slime. He's not slimy like, oh, he's trying to like get an unfair cut of the money. He's like, oh, you're going to come crawling back to me, you piece of shit. I'm straight up corrupt. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> oh Indy. Or he's like, no, if, if you ever like had a choice to have a manager and somebody treated you like that, you'd be like, oh, well, then you're not my manager. Right. Yeah. Meeting for five minutes, you'd be like, I'm not signing anything. No. You're like, he looks like he's 24. Yeah. It's like, get the fuck out of here with your like shitty, cheap suits. Yeah. And he's like, not only is it going to be a fucking rap tune, but the music video, get this, baby, it's a thousand one Arabian Nights. <laughs> fucking some genie shit. You know how they do over there. Yeah. <laughs> Satin pillows. Yeah. You know. They really do play. And then have a cast of all white dancers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they would have been better off recording the song, there's a place in France where the naked ladies dance. <laughs> That'd be a hit. He's he's dressed up like Aladdin. Yep. Yep. And like yeah, as you said like he comes out of like uh, like a bot like Hamper. a Yeah, like a like he's a snake in a snake charmer scenario. Yeah. And he coughs immediately and like moves his hair out of his face. Cut. Like yeah. that would have been, yeah. Also, Back to there one. was no close up. There's, yeah. like, no camera angles in this music video. When they cut to the, the, the slime ball, who is apparently also kind of directing the video, and he he's like, directs, yeah. he's like, we've been recording for fucking six hours. I don't have a second of fucking footage I can use. And Becky's sitting next to him with an enormous sandwich yeah. and a gag that doesn't make any sense. And she's like, well, sandwiches are good. <laughs> What the fuck is that gag? Craft services, you know? <laughs> if every song I wrote would make you laugh, I'd talk forever. Wiggity, 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 wiggity. <laughs> oh, and there's, uh, this show is uh, also gives the most screen time to a black extra at this yeah. point because the choreographer is this black guy who shows up and he's like, I'm going to teach you how to dance, Jesse. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't teach him how to dance. He screams at him when Jesse fails. Yeah, this guy's like 20 years old, and they call him, they don't call him like a hot choreographer. They call him like one of the hottest like directors or something, where I'm like, that's right, maybe he's like the director. an artistic director, where mm-hmm. I'm like. <laughs> I'm the artistic director of this uh, 
I could see him being like a hot young choreographer, but like that doesn't make sense to be like, wow, he's been in the business for a decade. Right. Mm -hmm. Their use of this guy and the culture of rap and how it's like all wrong for Jesse kind of implies that like it's all wrong for Full House at the same time. It made me think of there's this uh, documentary about like the making of the movie Labyrinth. Mm. And Jim Henson is interviewed consistently throughout it. And at one point he says, oh, for the uh, for this one sequence, we got this great choreographer and it cuts to this like really tall, like skinny black guy. And Jim Henson says, he's like, I really love him because he's got that black movement. <laughs> he really brings that black movement. Oh. It's like, Jim Henson, I know you're in no way coming from a place of hate, but at the same time... Not the best thing you've ever said. <laughs> Not the best thing. Maybe she, if you had said it in Kermit's voice. <laughs> I love that. I can't do Kermit to save my life. <laughs> to save my life. <laughs> so that's the two part. And that's, that's fucking, that's it. That's it. That's a season, baby. Um, let's pass out some comment awards for woof-worthy fashion. Woof. woof. These are the awards that go to, did you hear that, Marvin? Woof, 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 woof. <laughs> These are the awards that go to the individuals who, out of the entire marathon, uh, exemplified the worst sense of fashion. Egregious, one might say. I uh, am going to give it to... Okay, so in Fives a Crowd, DJ, when she starts interacting with Pete from the band, the creep, she is dressed like a nine-year-old. She's got like this burgundy headband scrunchy thing, and her shirt is awful. It's like Juicy Fruit stripes. Rainbow rainbow stripes. And then very, very uh, mom-like jean shorts that go like... From her high waist down to, like, the very tops of her knees. Right. Mm-hmm. And what is it? I just don't understand. Like, what is it about that outfit that gets Pete going? I know. He's like, I love the fact that DJ is dressed like a fucking yeah. baseball mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, kids, I brought fucking vanilla squares. Oh, a rock god? <laughs> I gotta fuck him. A rock god plus a baseball mom? But don't worry. She changes into a blazer later. <laughs> once she goes on her date. I really like that. Let me get that blazer off. Yeah, she, you, don't worry. She changes into flats and a blazer. I just vetoed a bill. <laughs> Do you like that? Do you like that? I'm going to give it to Joey, who in one of the... Uh, I might have been the last episode in Captain Video... He comes out and he's wearing a sweater that says Crocodile Rock and it has a cartoon crocodile who and a piano, like piano stairs, like across the... I wish I had that shirt. Yeah, I I know you do. I'd wear that. Let me please feel free to uh, woof with us. Woof, 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 And let me hear you giving it to So I think you guys all know. I think y'all know. we all know. Because we were all talking about Stephanie wearing a clown outfit. Oh, brother. But she's not... There's nothing to do with clown. She's wearing a... Jumper type. It's not overalls. Is it the like one? a hang glider thing? Yeah, is it the looked, onesie? Yeah, like we've onesie. seen it before. Yeah, it's very very loose. Oh yeah. Uh, it feels like you know what it is. It's you can put another kid in there. It's like uh, those sumo wrestler suits that you fill up with air. Halloween. Uh, yeah, no. They could fill her suit with air, and she would look like uh, the blueberry girl from Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's God. got weird pockets and lots of shimmer to it. Uh, Do you want that secretly as well? <laughs> I mean, I'd wear that to bed. But, like, <laughs> and you could have that, and you could unzip it a little bit and then stick Marvin in it, and then you yeah. have, like, a little pouch for Marvin. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, achoo, I'm sneezing from all this glitter at you. I do have a few questions for you inspired by these episodes. So inspired by Fives or Crowd, when you started going on dates, how did your family sort of react to that? What was that transition like? My family was, up until recently, had usually been pretty unimpressed with who I brought home. 
Yeah, I just think not like, digging it. They're not they're and they were never too like, oh, you can do better, but like definitely just like, oh, I'm sure he's very nice. This is even when like you first started oh, dating. This is definitely when I first started dating. How old like, were you when you were like starting to I date? I dated a guy when I was like sixteen. Okay. I did but I dated like one guy in high school and then was friends with a lot of other guys. <laughs> These are my friends. <laughs> These are friends. And it truly was friends where it was like probably in a couple of decades we'll be like, man, I always had a crush on you. And we'll both say that to each other, and that's all that ever happened. In a couple uh, of decades. In a couple decades. So that hasn't happened yet. Those conversations haven't happened no. yet. No. So they were they were nice. They were sort of like cautiously always, polite. Yeah, it was always nice kind of nerds who I was like, oh, this man or boy showed attention to me. I owe it to him to go on a date with him. Okay. Even though I'm not attracted to him. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you guys, don't worry. I've spent. I've learned, I'm learning a lot about how to date now that I'm living in Chicago as an adult woman. <laughs> yep. I've learned that I'm, like, allowed to be uh, attracted to the people I want to date mm-hmm. and that I can have standards. Mm-hmm. And if a man is offended by you saying no, fuck then off. fuck off. And I don't have to go into his weird van. Yeah. <laughs> listen to his music. And by yeah. his music, I mean, is that you <laughs> singing? Yeah. Do you have to listen to your own music? Brandon, what was that transition like for you? For I just dating? I want to know more about yeah. Brandon's dating about life. Um, I, when did I you mean, start, my, like, going my out? My family was was pretty, like, cool about that sort of thing. I'd say about, like, 14 or so um, before I could, like, drive, you know. We had this, because I lived in Florida at the time, and then we had this big, like, outdoor mall mm-hmm. that you could, like, go to. So, of course, like, on the weekends, like, all yeah. the parents would, like, drop off. There are yeah. kids in this, like, outdoor outlet mall. Like, that was, like, huge. And then leave, and so you would just have, like, a couple hours at the mall. Because you couldn't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, how did your family sort of, like, they were, react to that? Yeah, they were they were fine with that. I okay. mean, they were... Giving me nothing. Okay. I think they. Yeah. I think they were. I think they were pretty like trusting. Is all I'm saying. Oh. Like, okay. They trusted you. Yeah. Well, they were like Brandon's a nice. I, boy. I was pretty. I was pretty like. I was a pretty innocent like 14, 15 year old. So we're we're going out, and I was like, maybe we'll kiss. He said he said fourteen, fifteen, and then when he turned sixteen, he turned into an animal. Well, yeah, <laughs> he went nuts. Well, glasses are coming off. I learned. Oh, Do you see God. those red marks? That's the hottest part. I of will it. say one time I came home from a boy's house. Uh, we had been doing some kissing, and my mom was like, you need to start carrying a comb in your purse, because <laughs> my hair was messed up, and she was like, I don't want to know. Oh, that was a big thing at my place in Virginia, because uh, our house, we had, like, a little, like, basement area, oh, no. and that's, like, always where, like, my friends and all of us, we, we would always hang out down there, kind of like uh, in that 70s show, it was, like, Eric's, mm-hmm. like, area, That's that was, like, ours. Yeah, um, classic So, uh, my mom would always kid me, like... Uh, you know, I'd go down there with a girl, and then, like, a couple hours later, i like, go back up to, like, say bye to her, and, like, yeah. our hair's all, like, messed <laughs> up and stuff, and she's just, like... That is really trusting, though, that she was, like, like, that's cool. Like, you guys go down to the basement and, like, make out, I guess. Yeah, like, what, why not? Yeah, that was like That was, like, like 17... They'd be like, yeah, we're going to hang out downstairs or whatever. I was, I was <laughs> very, very little mm-hmm. Really? I remember uh, kind of dating a guy in college and making him drive me home at, like, 5 in the morning <gasps> after we had just, like, made out and not done anything. <laughs> and I was like, because I can't let my friends see me, like, come home from a guy's house, like, in the later. Like, I snuck back into my bed to hide from other <laughs> young people. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it again. If he was offended that he had to do that, fuck him. He's a wonderful boy. He's a happy adult man now. Uh, doing he's making forts. Yeah, he's making forts. Uh, I just realized the phrase making a, uh, I'm making a fort is just the same thing as pitching a tent. 
Yeah. I'm pitching a tent. I've been, I've been going through this phase on, like, Facebook lately where, like, another person that I, like... It's going through a phase. ...kind of dated or, like, uh, oh, no. was on the cusp of having a relationship with in, like, high school and college. Welcome. Like, another person getting engaged. I'm just Ugh. like, here we go. Here's another person that's here just, like... Here we go that's, like, again. moves I'm on alone. and found, like, a great, like, uh, relationship. Block him, Brandon. Just block him. I block so many men <laughs> from uh. my Facebook... Because I don't even want to know. <laughs> every man, every man I've ever interacted with on that level, like they're gone. Yeah, like they, they are blocked. Go die. Yep. <laughs> yep. Jonathan gets it. I'm. I'm. I'm I don't ever want to see. I don't want to know anything about that. I, I used to be very, very like we have to remain friends. Um, really? Like I have to maintain a healthy relationship with these people. Brutal. Post. Post thing because it's like psychological. It, bo- it bothers me to zone. it bothers me to think that like someone would like not not like, like you. Me. Why didn't you invite me to your wedding? <laughs> we had a relationship. Yeah, though. We almost had a relationship. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe I used to be like that, but now I'm just like no. I'm sorry. Yeah, you, no. You're I'm, dead to me, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm starting yeah, to get farther away from that. Where I'm yeah, just they can like, fuck off. Yeah, I'm like. Eh. It's so funny. Like, I mean, this is an obvious statement to make, but when you're in it and you're invested, mm-hmm. like it all seems like important. Like what you know yeah. about that person. Like, like I know what they like. Mm-hmm. I know uh, everything about them, or I'm starting to. And when they break it off, it's mm-hmm. like, oh fuck everything. Yeah. I do not care about your fucking shit about what you like. All that, so, yeah, all that knowledge suck. can be filled with your other web things. series. It's fucking sucked. Yeah, I acted like I liked it. Oh, I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is just a rough edit, though. I'm oh, still working yeah. on it. The timing. Oh god. Do you think I should cut to this here? Don't date performers. Here? Yeah. That's what I'm getting out of. Prove Smart. it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'll see it when I see it. Yeah. Um, I also wanted you to, ask, to show you my bumble. Mm, my bumble. bumble. Uh, bumble's the worst. Bzz. Bzz. Do you do you sting people? That's like an old man zap. joke. Zap. Zap. I also wanted to ask you uh, when you were a kid, was there any? Did you ever face any like random pressure or like questions about like you should be doing this because you're a girl or why are you doing that? That's not a traditionally uh, girly thing. I do. I definitely went through a tomboy phase where I wanted to like wear big shorts and stuff like my brother did. Okay, baggy, <laughs> like, baggy clothes. I wanted to wear baggy clothes too, and not wear like uh, little uh, girly outfits. And I could tell my mom did not like that, and she uh-huh. let me. But she kind of would be more like, "Why don't you wear that when when <laughs> like, let's uh, seasonal? Let's compromise when you wear this." Uh, like. <laughs> Like, Times. I helped backstage at, like, the local th- community theater, and she'd be like, okay, yeah, you can, you know, wear baggy That's theater jeans. folk. Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> we can get away with that there. Uh, but let's not wear it to school. Okay. Yeah. But you were you, like, steadfast, like, no, 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 I'm going to wear this to school? Or were you like, all right. No, I was, uh, peer pressure works on me very well. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> So they could just be like, ah, uh, and they could tell they didn't like it, so I'd be like, okay, I'll do Oh, yeah, my best friend uh, growing up, Jake, we used to play Barbies and Beanie Babies, and I remember he'd be like, oh, I can't play Barbies right now, or like, my, we're not supposed to do this, and be like, what? Why? And he'd be like, I don't know. That's insane, like, yeah. but on some level, like, he knew or, like, he had heard yeah. something. Yeah, that, like, he wasn't supposed to. Oh, brother. I know. Just let them play with Barbies. I had, yeah, and I had plenty of guy, like, I played lots of dolls and stuff, but then I also, yeah, was in lots of, like, science programs and stuff that I loved. And you guys, now I'm a chemist. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I do with chems. And I took AP Chem, even though the guy I was dating in high school thought I wouldn't be ready for it. 
And that Ooh. made me take it. When I heard him say that he didn't think I'd be prepared for it, I, I don't took think it. Ready for that? And I was like, "Fuck you! I'm taking this." Jesus <laughs> Christ! And yeah, I scored a one on the AP test. <laughs> Dude, I didn't. I didn't score high enough on any of my AP tests to like have it count for college credit. B-orb. So it was like threes or under. Yeah, I was like, shit. Gotta get those fours, baby. Look, I think we can all agree that, like, men say some dumb stuff every now and then, but at the end of the day, Ghostbusters are for boys. <laughs> uh, I just think that just, on the packaging, it should be a boy playing with the toy. Yeah. That is crazy. care about canon. Do you, do you see no, that? No, is somebody upset the, about the, that? The toys for the new Ghostbusters movie are out, and all the people on the box playing with it are the boys, even though all the Ghostbusters in the movie are girls. Yeah, what a great toy for me! For me! And my penis. What about me? You don't even know how this works. Oh, you wouldn't God, even know. No, My brother used to get mad at me for not playing cars, right? Playing cars, <laughs> right? How do you play cars? Well, because apparently you're supposed to just, like, yeah, make room sounds. But I would have, like, I would pick out Matchbox cars and have them be a Matchbox family. <laughs> like a daddy Matchbox car and a mommy you, Matchbox that, Those car. were your Michelle maternal instincts. Yeah. Like, let's make it. It's like, no. I can't play right, you guys. I have to. Play it like a girl. <laughs> but boy, boys only have like paternal instincts yeah. later in life. We're like, no, I'm all about chaos now. Don't yeah. you see? Yeah, oh, the chaos and just sounds. Libby, <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, you for having me. You helped us put a bullet finally in the back of season five's oh, skull. Thank God, I need to put one in mine now. Where's Marvin? He's, he's right on the bed. <gasps> oh, he's so sleepy. Thanks for letting me bring Marv. Uh, yes, thank you, Marv. Our pleasure. Libby, is there anything you want to plug? Personal projects. Personal Web series. projects. <laughs> okay, yeah, I would like to plug Koch Brothers Mystery Show. That's K O C H, Koch Brothers Mystery Show.com. Check out our podcast. It's all about the billionaire oil tycoons, the Koch Brothers, as boy detectives solving right wing mysteries. Also, check out LibbyShriner.com. <gasps> now, how do you spell your last name? Okay, so you're going to go to L I B B Y S C H R E I N E R. Dot com. Yep. Check out this essay I wrote. Cool. I was very happy with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all about a cynical look at Chicago improv. <laughs> or is it? Or is it about us as performers? Mm-hmm. Does it start mm-hmm. one way and then twist? I guess you'll have to check it out <laughs> to find out. Uh, well, of course, uh, you can listen to the show in a variety of ways. Uh, there's iTunes. The streaming options are, of course, Libsyn and Stitcher, howardpodcast.libsy.com. There's the Facebook page. There's the Tumblr, hrpodcast.tumblr.com. The supplemental material on Tumblr from this past week with Johnny Kyle Cook. Uh, just a lot of Tommy Page stuff. A lot of Tommy Page stuff, and I found a commercial for the MG Midget car. Uh, you can also email us at thehowrudepodcast at gmail.com, and we are on Twitter. Brandon. At B-double-E-shock. J-O-N-P-E-R-N-I-S-E-K. And Libby, are you on Twitter? Yes, check me out at at Libby Schreiner. Yeah. Uh, well, this is the part of the show where we say our names as individuals. I say, and we'll see you next time on, and then <laughs> we say as a group the phrase, how rude, and Brandon messes it up somehow. You remember that part, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. great. Uh, Brandon, please say your name. I'm Brandon Shockney. <clears throat> I'm John Pernasek. I'm Libby Schreiner. And we'll see you next time on How Rude. Damn it, Oh, Brandon. yeah. Even though you know my name. (laughs) Fuck off. Even though you know my name. And I know who you are inside. It's... Bye. (laughs)